Srimad Bhagavad Gita, as it is, translation and commentary by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, Chapter 10, Text 41. Yadyadvi Bhuti Matsatvam Srimad Urjitam Evava Tad eva vagachatvam Mamache Translation This is Krishna speaking. Know that all beautiful know that all opulent, beautiful and glorious creations spring from but a spark of my splendor. Purport any glorious or beautiful existence should be understood to be but a fragmental manifestation of Krishna's opulence, whether it be in the spiritual or material world. Anything extraordinarily opulent should be considered to represent Krishna's opulence. Here in Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna has already described this material world as the place of misery, Dukhalayam. Nevertheless, um, there are many beautiful and wonderful things within this world. If there were not, then Krishna wouldn't speak about them. There are many things in this world which we perceive as beautiful, that inspire our awe, just like a very high waterfall. There are some waterfalls which people in the world, which people come from all over the world to see. And if you come to the Himalaya, you look up and up and up, and it's so high. Here in this chapter, in chapter 10, Lord Krishna has mentioned the Himalayas as one of the wonderful objects within, within this world. Stavaranam Himalayam. He mentions that of immovable objects, Krishna is represented by the Himalayas. He also states in this chapter, Merunam Shikarinam, that he among the mountains, among the peaks, he is Meru. So how is it that mountains are mentioned twice? Meru is mentioned as the Krishna is represented among the mountains by Meru and among immovable objects by Himalayas. Well, Meru is a mountain, but not immovable. It was used by the devas and the asuras, the demigods and the demons, for churning the milk ocean at the time of the Kurma Avataram. So in this way, there are many wonderful things in this world, and we should all understand, we should understand them all to be representations of Krishna. So there are various Krishna conscious ways of seeing the world. One way to see this world is that it's simply miserable. Here there is Janamritu Jaraviadhi Duk. The miseries of birth, death, old age and disease are all pervading. At the same time we can see that there are many 
wonderful things that Krishna has created and see Krishna's being represented in everything. Just like in front of us, uh, in front of me and behind all of you, is a neem tree. We may not think that a neem tree is something very wonderful because in this part of the world a neem tree is very common. Is that... No? Shall we? Yeah, but there's no... I need a table to put it on. What should I do? I have to hold it all the time. So, what to do? You can reposition the... Reposition this. So, uh, but actually any tree, if we think about it, any tree is something quite amazing. You see this very big tree comes out of a, a little seed. We take that for granted because it seems to be a very normal thing for us. But uh, no scientist can design any little seed out of which can come a great tree. And uh, by the arrangement of Krishna, this uh, neem tree has so many beneficial properties. It's said that if you sleep under a neem tree, that's very healthy. And neem has so many medicinal uses. By Krishna's arrangement, uh, various trees are used to good, uh, they are suitable to use for cleaning the teeth. So neem is a very antiseptic uh, tooth stick. One time Srila Prabhupada was walking in England and he inquired from one of his disciples about some plants growing by the side of the road. Srila Prabhupada asked, what is the use of this plant? Disciple asked, answered that it has no use, Prabhupada, it's just a weed. Srila Prabhupada said, no, every plant has some use, just that you don't know, that's all. So, uh, every plant can be used in some way or other. Some are food, varieties of food, grains, fruits, vegetables. If it's not food for humans, can be food for animals. Some uh, wood is very good for timber. Some wood is very good for firewood. Some uh, trees, they're very good uh, as... Uh, Fencing, some plants, they make good fencing. Natural fencing, you don't have to cut it. Just if it grows, it makes good fencing. And some uh, make good, uh, have good medicinal purposes. Some can be used for rope, clothing. So there's just some examples of how Krishna creates, he makes the creation in such an, an extraordinary manner that everything has some use. And at the same time, uh, generally most of the creation looks very beautiful. If you see the rolling hills full of trees, it looks very beautiful. Of course, the cities, the modern cities don't look very beautiful. I don't want to insult you, but Valor is not particularly beautiful. But God's creation is, has its natural beauty. So, like this, uh, in, in this way, we can see the uh, wondrous variegatedness of the creation and see Krishna's hand in everything. As Bhaktivinoda Thakur, our Vaishnava Acharya, explains, Keshava Tua Jagat Vichitra. O Keshava Krishna, your universe, your world is Vichitra, which means, well, it has various meanings. Yeah, yeah. So Vichitra means 
as strange or wonderful or, ve- or variegated. It can literally mean uh, variegated. Chitra means a picture. So when we get various, uh, various manifestations, that can be called vichitra. I mean, simply variegatedness in itself is called vichitrupta. So this world is certainly variegated. There are many wonderful things to see in this world. A person uh, who lives in land, at least formerly before the age of mass transport, most people, most people would have never, Hare Krishna. Most people would have never seen the ocean. I suppose everyone here has seen the ocean. We're not very far away from the ocean. But there are many people who have never seen the ocean. And even if you describe it to them, it's very difficult for them to imagine. Just like that story of the frog in the well. He could not imagine a body of water vastly bigger than his well. So similarly, people who have lived on flat land all their life, just like in Bengal, the land is just flat completely. And if you take them to the Himalayas, they'll be astonished. Then uh, people who live in the desert, they cannot imagine a place where where there is, uh, everything is green and with lush rivers. For those of, we are humans, we live on the earth, but we cannot imagine the life of an earthworm who lives within the earth. And within the ocean, it's just like a completely different world. All the aquatics and the fish, they all have their own scene going on there, which is completely different to what's going on here. And there are other planets. On some planets, the inhabitants, they all have mystic cities. So just by thinking about it, they can go from one place to another. Mumbai is about 1,200 kilometers from here. Those of Yoga City, they can just think and be there. We cannot imagine such a thing. There are many planets where the inhabitants have various powers that we cannot imagine. So all this uh, variegated creation is all manifested by Krishna. That's the point. It's not that we're just talking about this world, but we should see within this world the hand of Krishna. Now another meaning of the word vichitra is unusual or strange. It's uh, very good for spiritual life to consider this material world a strange place. If we think this material world is normal and natural and everything here is very nice, then we're in maya, illusion. We see each day passes and life goes on as usual. People get up and brush their teeth and go to work. From time to time, we see someone has died. As we were crossing the bridge, coming back this afternoon, I went into the city. We saw there was some procession. Some Someone had died. Uh, the other people who were not related with the party, they didn't seem to care very much. It was just making a traffic jam, that's all. For most people, the fact that someone had died, it didn't. the only thing that bothered them was that it made a traffic jam. They didn't care the person died. So like this, life goes on. We see the little children. After some years, we see the students in the university. Then they have their own. Then they get married and have their own children. 
And in this way life goes on and it all seems very normal. But someone who is very intelligent and discriminating thinks there's something seriously wrong here. Just like the famous narration of Lord Buddha. When he saw that people had to get born, suffer old age, disease and death, he thought there's something very seriously wrong here. He was born into royal opulence. He had a beautiful wife and all facility to enjoy this world. But he understood there's something seriously wrong here. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam, Kim Sukham Marityadhaminam What happiness is there in a place of death? Just like we have heard, it's famous even now, some, some uh, more than 60 years later, of uh, Hitler's, the Nazi, uh, exec- what are they called, the uh, gas chambers, this, the execution camps for the uh, Jewish and others. Yeah, concentration, not, not just concentrating and killing them. So uh, people in there, they, they probably knew uh, they, were, they were there just to die, that's all. So can you imagine, to pass their time, they'll organize some celebration. Let's have a party. Where's the party? You're going to be shot or you're going to be gassed tomorrow. So actually in this material world, it is very strange that people think that they're happy when they have to suffer repeated births and deaths. What a strange place. You're all going to die. Ho, 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 ho. What a lot of fun. Let's have a party. Ho, 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 ho. You're going to get diseases and suffer old age and you can't hear, you can't digest, you can't see properly. You're going to be humiliated. Ho, ho, ho. How nice. This is a strange place. And if we see it as strange, then we can make our first steps toward discovering the true world, the true spiritual world, the Vaikuntha world. Of course, by seeing the strangeness of this world, we can also become a skeptic and think that this world, well, it's meaningless, there's no meaning to anything. Therefore, Krishna instructs here, yad yad vibhuti matsatvam srimad urjatam evavatatadevavagatchatvam you see, this world is a pretty amazing place, but it's only a fl- reflection, Krishna says, of my splendor. The real thing is not to see this world, but to see Krishna. Even though uh, this material world is miserable, the good news is that we don't belong here. We belong with Krishna in the spiritual world. And even the most wonderful things of this world are only a very tiny reflection of the wonder that is Krishna. So Krishna is also vichitra. Every word can be used to describe Krishna. Generally in the uh, people think to describe God as kind, beautiful and so on. But uh, we can also describe Krishna as strange. Vichitra means strange because for us it's very difficult to understand him. There's uh, the name, the word dushta. Do you have that word in Tamil? Dushta. How do you translate it? Rogue. Rogue, bad person. 
Is it? Murkham. Bad person. Murkham. 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 Well, that's also a name for Krishna. <laughs> one, <laughs> name, <laughs> one name of Krishna, Prabhupada gave one of his disciples the name Dushta Mohandas, which, which can mean, can have different meanings. It can mean he who bewilders even the bad people. He, he, he attracts them to him. But it can also mean he who is a rascal, but at the same time very charming. Just like Krishna is a thief, everyone knows. He's a very busy thief. There's not a single house in the whole of Vrindavan that Krishna has not stolen butter from. <laughs> not only that, he pinches the children and makes them cry. He lets the calves loose so they drink all the milk from the cows. He... Uh, he feeds all the yoga to the monkeys. Then when the women catch him, they say, And now I caught you stealing yoga. Krishna said, I would never steal your yogurt. You see, he throws some to the monkeys. They're already full. They won't take him. He said, you see, your yogurt's so bad, even the monkeys won't take him. So then all the ladies go to complain to Yashoda Rani. And she says, yes, I'll tie him up. I won't let him out. I'll punish him very severely. And all the women seeing the face of Krishna say, no, no, don't do that. He's a very bad boy, but then he acts very cute. And so the women who came to complain, they say, no, 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 it's all right. So Krishna is a very strange God. He's not a very easy to understand God. People from the Western countries especially, they can't understand very easily, they, unless they become devotees, unless they become Prabhupada's followers. How is it that after thousands of years, people are still worshipping someone who steals butter? I mean, what's, what's the big thing about that? But Krishna enchants the mind of everyone so much that they cannot forget, even after so many thousands of years. So Krishna is uh, very strange for the materialistic people to understand. His pastimes are very wonderful, very variegated. Sometimes Krishna is stealing butter. Sometimes he's killing fierce demons. Sometimes he's dancing with the gopis. And all in one day, he's a very busy God. In the morning, he's uh, taking a big feast. If any of us took a feast like Krishna, then we'd all be dead for three days. Then he goes out and plays. Then by mid-morning he's already quite hungry again, so he takes some snack. And usually in the day some demon comes and he kills some demon. At night he's dancing with the gopis. So Krishna has very variegated pastimes. Vichitra also means many colored. Many? Colored. Many colored. So Krishna is Shyamasunda, blackish blue. Young Shyamasundaram, Achintyagunaswarupam. His beautiful blackish form is composed of inconceivable transcendental qualities. Rama avatar is also described as Shamavarna. Sometimes he's also described as a greenish color. And uh, all the, there are various avatars with various colors. Varaha avatar sometimes comes in a white form, sometimes in a red form. Shuklo raktas tata pita idanim krishna tam gata. Gagacharya described to Nanda Maharaj that this son of yours, 
He has previously appeared in white forms, in red forms, and in yellow forms, and now he has appeared in this blackish form, Krishna. And there's one very special form of Krishna, who is not known even to many Vaishnavas, and he is the golden avatar, Sri Krishna Chaitanya. So, uh, Vichitra uh, also means charming, lovely, beautiful. So that means uh, Lalitam, Lavanyam, these are Sanskrit synonyms. So, uh, Krishna is certainly very charming. He uh, charms the hearts of all the devotees so that uh, they can never forget him. Krishna says, Mandana Bhagavad Bhaktaha. Always think of me and become my devotee. We have to undergo sadhana bhakti to come to that stage of always thinking of Krishna. But that's also very strange. Why are we not fully attracted to Krishna when Krishna is so... His, his very name means that he's all attracted. You've probably all heard of Superman, is it? Batman, Spider-Man, you've all heard of these great heroes? No? Yes? Maybe? Yes? These, these are all dreamed up by some mad, some mad people in the Western world. They imagine some superman who eats kryptonite or something like that, and then he, he gets all charged up and he flies through the sky. I don't know. It's something that, It's again something imaginary. Maybe it's a real thing. I don't know. <laughs> some imaginary element. Oh, there's Batman who... I don't know, he dresses like a bat and I don't know what he does. They're supposed to perform some amazing adventures which uh, no one else can do. Spider-Man, I'm not exactly sure because uh, I think that came after I joined the movement. But I also, I also heard of it. And so I guess it's something similar. But they dream up these, it's just some imagination of someone who, you know, they're very powerful, and they save the people from the attacks of the bad, wicked people. They fly through the air and land in the middle of a gang of bad people and beat them all up. There are all these criminals with knives and guns and he just goes in there with his bare fists. He just beats up 20 of them in two minutes. So these are like some little boys' fantasies. The little boys, they like to play games of some fantastic hero. But the real hero is Krishna. That's why the little boys in India, they don't, at least they used not to play Superman games, they would play games of Rama Leela and Krishna Leela. Krishna has very, very uh, enjoyable pastimes, killing the demons. Just like he gets, you see these asses like Danuka, you pick them up and Woo, spin them round and woo, throw them out. Great fun for little boys, but with real demons. Yeah, have you seen these? They have these, uh, what do they call these? Roller coasters. They go up and down. People have the sensation of flying in the air in all different directions. They don't have them here, I think. I saw just recently in America, they have in one place, one holiday city, 
huge roller coasters, but they told me they were small. They have like a, they have this huge thing. You you go up in, in a seat, and they go up, 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 and then they go down and in and out, and it's very fast, and people vomit out the edge. <laughs> but Krishna has his Chinabharata Asura, his um. whirlwind demon. He wants to, t- he takes Krishna up high in the sky. Krishna's enjoying, hey, this is a lot of fun. <laughs> woo, 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 flying all around. And Krishna thought, after all, this is a demon. Okay, boom. <laughs> no, actually, he squeezed his throat. Uh, all kinds of exciting demons. Imagine if you looked at the, you looked over the edge of the roof, and you saw at the end of the street, there's a huge mouth open wide with a fishy smell coming out and you look and it's a huge snake <laughs> who's that Agasura he came to Vrindavan and, and all the cowherd boys they all said oh that looks like fun okay let's go inside see what's going on and Krishna thought oh that's really strange. Even Krishna thought, that's very strange. Why would anyone enter the mouth of a snake? <laughs> they should have all run away. But all the boys thought, well, it's some more fun. Krishna will, Krishna will sort out all the problems. <laughs> so Krishna did. And he killed that demon. And his body remained, his skeleton. So just like you have the park where you can swing... You see, they have bars you can swing, so the boys used to catch the skeleton bones and swing on them <laughs> like that. So in this, in this way, Krishna has vichitramana lila, very variegated, wonderful, and charming lilas, simply full of fun. No hard work, no going to the factory for Krishna, no... Uh, See, uh, no depression pills, anti-depression pills. Of course, you may say that one of the problems people are facing are taxes, right? Heavy taxes. Taxes. So, Nanda Maharaj also had to pay taxes to Kangsa Maharaj. But because Kangsa wanted to take taxes from Nanda Maharaj, so Krishna killed those who take taxes, they should protect the citizens. But Kamsa was just exploiting them. So Krishna killed him all. So Krishna is Vichitramana. He's wonderful, charming, lovely, beautiful, variegated, unusual. One word can mean so many things. So yeah, Vichitra, that's one meaning is beautiful. That's also another meaning. Krishna is very beautiful. So devotees, they should be... Devotee means they should be captivated by the wonderfulness of Krishna. Sometimes we say as a kind of ritual, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. But actually to experience the wonder of Krishna, we have to surrender to Krishna. In temples, they should be vibrant with the uh, experience of Krishna consciousness. Sometimes we go to temples... And it's very ritualistic. You fold your hands, you get the shadari and some water, and then you put some some uh, tilak, uh, 
give some dakshina and go out finished. But the temples, they should be vibrant with the energy of Krishna Bhakti. So devotees are always in bliss remembering Krishna. So that anyone who comes, they also feel how unusual this place is. Recently I was at a festival in Croatia, in Europe. And uh, it was in a remote country location. Festival means devotees festival. So some German tourists, they'd lost their way and they, they stopped to ask the way. And fortunately there was a devotee there who could speak German. So they came in and they were very surprised. They saw all these people dressed in a very, what seemed to them an unusual way. And they became more and more surprised that they just came to ask some directions and the people sat them, people dressed in strange clothes, sat them down, gave them a nice meal, treated them very nicely. And the man and woman were speaking among themselves. These people are very unusual. They're all happy. They're all smiling. They're all serving each other. And they're serving us too, and they don't even know us. How can they be so happy? They See, they're like 50, 60 years old. They've never seen such happy people. So actually, if we're connected to Krishna by the process of devotional service, then we begin to reflect the qualities of Krishna. Just like in this chapter, of, of which this verse is one that just comes at the end, it says that in this material world there are so many representations of Krishna's opulence. But even more representative of Krishna than the Himalayas and Mount Meru and the Makara among the aquatics and the letter A-R among the letters Aksharana Makarosmi. There are so many representations of Krishna even more representative of Krishna are the devotees of Krishna because they directly reflect his transcendental opulences. Devotees, they live beyond the modes of material nature in Krishna consciousness. So let us always live in Krishna consciousness by remembering Krishna whose uh, transcendental opulences far exceed anything of this material world and who in this miserable material world is the proper object of remembrance. Shijaya Deva Kaver Idam Uditam Udaram Srinu Sukadam Shubhadam Bhavasaram Keshavadhritta Dashavidharupa Jaya Jagadisha Hare. This Jaydev Goswami concludes his uh, prayer known here in South India as Ashtapadi by these words he says that uh, this song by the poet Jaydev is uh, bestowing of uh, munificence I guess we, it, it's, it, it bestows greatness it is a great bestower. Huh? It bestows in an udara way, a plentiful way. What udara. does it bestow? Yeah, yeah. And by hearing it, even in this miserable material world, 
we become very happy. And it, 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 within this miserable material world, the world of birth and death, it bestows uh, happiness and auspiciousness. So this is a song describing the Dashavatara, the ten forms. Among the many, many avatars, the ten are especially remembered. And among them all, Krishna is remembered. Those who are very fortunate, they can know about Krishna's secret avatar, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So let us always remember Krishna and be happy in this otherwise miserable material world. By chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Any questions, please? Give, give, give the mic. Give, no, give, you, spe- you speak first. You had a question? Yeah. Hare Krishna. Guru Maharaj, uh, uh, you asked already on the class that why we are not attracted. Krishna is so wonderful. So can you elaborate a little? Why are we not attracted to Krishna? Well, I guess everyone has to answer this themselves. Because we are attracted to Superman and Spider-Man and Sachin Tendulkar and uh, Karuna Nidhi and Jai Lalita. Because we are absorbed in this material world, we are not absorbed in Krishna. So let us hear about Krishna and reawaken our natural attraction for Krishna. Then what was your question? Is there any mountain that cannot represent Krishna? Yeah, well, that, that's the the point is to see. Yeah. So, is there any mountain that cannot represent Krishna? Is there any mountain that cannot represent Krishna? Uh-huh. One who has the vision can see that everything is a manifestation of Krishna's energy. This chapter particularly mentions the most wonderful things of this world. For people who are uh, enamored by this material world, there are little hills surrounding Velour also, but no one gets excited about them. But the Himalayas, they are very impressive compared to the hills surrounding Velour. But Krishna says, even that is not really that impressive compared to me. That's the point. <laughs> Why be impressed by anything of this world when we can be impressed by Krishna. Of course, within the vibhutis mentioned in this chapter, opulences of Krishna, there's also mentioned Rama Shastra Bhittamaham, that Rama Shastra Bhitta, among the holders of weapons, I am Rama. Adityana Maham Vishnuhu, among the Adityas, the sons of Aditya, I am Vishnu, Varuna, Ramana. Rishinam Vasudeva Smi, among the Rishinia, among the Vishnis I am Vasudeva, which refers to Balaram. And Prahladas Chasmi Daityanam, among the Daityas I am Prahlad. So some of them mentioned are directly the Supreme Lord Himself or His pure devotees. And others, Raganam Chamragendraham, among the animals I am the lion. Well, that's a material manifestation of Krishna's opinion. The point is that we should see Krishna in everything. Hare Krishna. Anything else? Hare Krishna.
Sankirtan Mahaprabhu Sankirtan Mahaprabhu 